Welcome to today's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, we discuss all things Taylor Swift. Felicia and I are gearing up for Tia 7 and the brand new single that is coming out oh so soon. So we're sitting down and we're talking about all of Taylor's lead singles from her albums. Also, you guys, I got a bone to pick with Jordan Woods. Please get into this discussion and let me know what you guys think. If you guys are ready for all of these tasty and delicious snacks, crack open the pantry door and uh, let's get into it. Welcome to the pantry. It's Courtney and Felicia. And we are here talking about Tay. She says, hey, or is it me? You and me tonight. You better get what ready. For it. Done, done. <laughs> <laughs> hey Felicia. Hello, Courtney. Hello. What a what a day. What a fucking day. Y'all, I had to have Felicia press record in the middle of our before podcast catch up. Uh-huh. And I just really need y'all to listen to me and hear me out. And listen, we're we are gonna talk about Taylor. And when I tell you we are gonna get into this Taylor Swift, listen, I won't mm, this is hold on basically a taylor swift episode but we do have something to say beforehand but i need to get up on my soap oh no i work or maybe y'all don't know i didn't hear what you said you said i need to get up on oh i need to get up on my soapbox and talk about this and address this on all my platforms because i feel some type of way and if you are listening and you're from Knowing me from Holly Scoop, you're going to know what I'm talking about. And if you're my regular subscriber, you probably don't watch Holly Scoop. So let me tell you exactly what happened. So the other day, I had to do a story on my show Daily Rewind with my good sis, Madison Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and Felicia, the, to get to just refresh your drink real quick, this is what's going on. Okay. Uh, so Jordan Woods was out, Kiki having a party. Well, she wasn't having a party, but she was out hanging out with friends, whatever. She decides to go back to a house party. She gets to the party at the, and she realizes the house is the house of Tristan Thompson. She, now. She just realizes that? She, re- she realizes it's, tr- it's Tristan's house. Okay. So, um, and for those of y'all that do not know, Tristan Thompson is the baby's father of Khloe Kardashian. They have a child together. And it is known, we have proof, video, etc., that Tristan Thompson has cheated on Chloe literally up until right before she gave birth. Like, literally, it's, I'm talking, like, days before, and, like, the video comes out. And like, if you live li- under a rock, Jordan Woods was Kylie's best friend who is Chloe's yes. sister. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good job, Felicia. Thank you. <laughs> and if you, don't, if you cannot place the face, she is the black one. Okay. Now, Felicia... She gets to the house. She realizes it's Tristan's house. She does not immediately leave, but rather she goes into the party and proceeds to um, hang out with him, kiki with him, drape her legs over him like he's in a chair and she's sitting on the arm rest of the chair and she's got her legs draped over him, etc. Okay. Now, the morning comes. The fucking morning comes. And uh, Miss Jordan Woods decides, you know what, <laughs> the sun's out. I guess I should go home. And Felicia, I don't know if you know, but she at the time was living in Kylie Jenner's pool house because um, her and Kylie are very close. This is her best friend. Like they had like a commitment ceremony to each other on Life of Kylie, bitch. Like mm-hmm. they are like in it to win it, bitch. 
Um, so Jordan goes home and well, she doesn't go home because on her way out, as she's saying adieu to Tristan, she says that Tristan kissed her. Okay. And she was taken aback. She wanted to hop in her Uber, probably select Lux, maybe. I don't know if that's a thing. But um, she hopped in a big-ass suburban, I'm sure, and took her ass back to the full house. Now, she did not tell the car Jenners that Tristan kissed her. She said she was at the party. She was drunk. You know, but nothing happened. Blah, 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 blah. Um, however, Jason Lee, who does the Hollywood Unlocked blog, was there, or he was not there. He had sources there that reported to him that Tristan had everyone's phones taken, but they repeated the story, but they added in the part where Jordan was seen kissing Tristan. Mm-hmm. Now, we done played hot potato with her wig. Oh my God, Jordan, how could she? How could she betray the Kardashians? This is a family that's basically thrust her into the spotlight. Because although she is from a very wealthy family, Jordan Woods was not well-known, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she does the Red Table talk and she says, you know, she reveals to the world that Tristan kissed her. She did not kiss him. They did not have an affair, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and then... Of course, we feel for Jordan because she's human and she can make mistakes and we can forgive her, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Now, on air, I've gone and said, you know what? Kylie put her ass out of the neighborhood, not just the house, the neighborhood, bitch. Like, she does not have a security clearance to run back up in there. Um, I felt as though because Jordan took what happened and wasn't boohooing and harping on it, She sat there and she ate her food and she continued on. She traveled. She went to Dubai. She went on to Nigeria. Uh, She's coming out with eyelashes and shit like that. Great for her. I think that it's dope that she's taking a negative and she's kind of like spinning it into a positive. And I kind of see her at the time. I was seeing her as sort of like, okay, well, maybe Jordan Woods can come up as her own it girl status, sort of like Kim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until she did this goddamn interview, Felicia. She did this interview the other day, and she said, for the first time, I knew what it was to be a black woman because we're not, we're always disrespected and we're never listened to and blah, 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 blah. And that's where I had a problem. She said the whole world bullied her. And then she followed up with, for the first time, I know what it's like to be a black woman, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. I have issues with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like I said on my show, Felicia, this is not the same thing as a Caucasian employer telling a black woman with braids or dreads saying, you know what, your braids or dreads do not fall in line with our brand. We're firing you. Right. This is not the same thing as your Caucasian boss coming up to a black woman and being like, oh, what's up, mama? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because they have yeah. a certain stereotype that they're like projecting on to this black woman. That's not even a real fucking stereotype. Right. Um, and I felt like Jordan Woods should shut the fuck up. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, Jordan Woods, first of all, is 21 years old. So that means she's what? Grown. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're 100% innocent in this situation, Tristan kissed you, you were taken advantage of, what have you. Why did you not go home and tell the Carjenners this? 
you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and the if reason it was I, something that you thought was wrong and you weren't okay with, why would you hide it? Exactly. She never told them Tristan kissed her. It, it, it was very up in the air. She apologized, of course, and we accept her apology, but it just bothered me that she decided to victimize herself and then use race as, like, her thing to make communities feel sorry for her. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry, I'm not on board with that. Now, people were saying, well, Chloe stole, has stolen men, and Chloe stole Tristan from his pregnant girlfriend. Okay, I understand that, and she's trash for that. Does that mean that Jordan Woods should get a pass for lying about Tristan? Hell fucking no. Yeah. Am I crazy, Felicia? No, because I I get what you mean. And I think what you're what I hear you saying is like whenever people use something like like something like saying like, Oh, people got mad at me because um, of this and this and this and they treated I understand what it feels like to be a black woman that like minimizes what it actually means to feel like like you know does that make sense like it Mm -hmm. it's like you're taking it away for people that actually do know what it's like to be treated like a black woman it's like jordan said she was bullied by the world felicia i sit up at that table at holly scoop and these people in the comments bully chloe kardashian every goddamn day it don't matter if I say something nice about Chloe. It don't matter if I say something not so nice about Chloe. They bully this family every goddamn day. Every day. And you mean to tell me because Jordan made the adult decision to not tell the whole truth and because America had an opinion on it because she's famous, now all of a sudden you know what it's like to be a black woman and everyone is disrespecting you and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 sweetie. You're a celebrity. This is the life that you have, and this is what comes with it. You don't have to take in those opinions. You don't even have to read social media. You're choosing to do so. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I I feel you on that. Because, like, I just, I'm a little bit confused on why she, how she's equating that, you know? It just, it just didn't add up for me. A lot of the people in the comments were, almost every comment was upset, and they were like, Oh my God, a black man trying to tear down a black woman. Like, girl, good night. Because Felicia, when the Tristan Thompson and Jordan Woods shit came out, I sat up there in the air and I said, now why would these two black asses do this during Black History Month? And everybody was upset. Why do you have to make it about race? Why do you have to why do you have to even bring race into it? Because it's fucking February. I'm black as fuck and so are they. That's why. But now all of a sudden, and now, yeah, I'm I'm this black man tearing down this black woman. Like, girl, no. shut the fuck up, shut no. the fuck up, and go home. Take Absolutely goddamn. Absolutely not. Anyway, let's talk about Taylor because she's a fucking legend. One, two, three, let's go, bitch. One, let's two, three, let's go, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, so much has happened since our last podcast. I woke up and everyone was screaming about a goddamn mural. Well, let's take it back. Taylor was on Time Magazine. Oh shit, Jen. We have a girl. Listen. I can hardly what? hear you. Me? Yeah. My microphone's up. You got quiet all of a sudden. Me? Now I hear you. Here I am. <laughs> okay, start Ta- again. Taylor looked like a 1980s horror movie lead. She just had like that dreamy, beautiful, like, leading lady look about her yeah 
I love the photographs, and I think what Sean Nandez wrote about her was dope as hell. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was so cool, and I, I especially love the fact that she had no idea that Sean was the one writing her thing. Yes, isn't that they have sweet? a cute friend there. That they is sweet. Do. They do. Um, and then a couple nights ago, she performed at Times Gala. Yes, she's girl. I'm so grateful for people that go to those things and they live stream. I know, me too. To Queen Lexi for the live stream because it really felt like I was there. (laughs) Oh yeah, it felt like I was there too. It was so it was great. I um yeah. So first off, she looked flawless. She literally looked like a fairy fucking princess. Felicia. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you something because I feel you know the answer to this. Because I personally am out of this loop. Okay. Now, now my good sis Taylor got up on that stage and she said, Sandra Oh was her everything. Uh Uh-huh. That's her heart right there. Uh Uh-huh. Sandra Oh was on Grey's Anatomy? Yes. What part she play on Grey's Anatomy and what make her so good? She plays Christina Yang. Or she did. She's not on Grey's Anatomy anymore. Whenever she left Grey's Anatomy, it was a big deal because... Really? Yeah. I mean, Christina and Meredith, like, they're the dynamic duo. Um, Oh. Meredith is Christina's person. Like, Christina doesn't really have anybody, and she... It was really cool to see her character develop throughout the series as she was on it because she comes in, and um, she's, like, this real, like closed off person and she's got walls and stuff and um one of the iconic lines is her telling Meredith that she's her person and that's kind of a line that follows them because she had nobody to put down as her emergency contact and she mm-hmm. ended up putting Meredith so throughout the you know series I just got chills ew <laughs> throughout the series she they always refer to each other as their person is Grace and Anatomy that good? Oh my god, it's so good. I'm rewatching it right now because um, it's been so long since I watched season one. It came on in 2005. I have never seen a single episode of that. It's on Netflix, Courtney. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I it'll make know. you cry, Courtney. I like can't handle it. Can I tell you? Okay, so Kai was, or probably still is, obsessed with a million little things. Mm-hmm. Love the show. Felicia, I know the show is 10 out of 10. Like, I know it is. I've made it to, like, episode four or five. It's so good. I, like, can't handle it. Like, emotionally. Can't do it. Can't do it. See, it's, it's not that kind of emotion. It's really? Like, no, it's more of, like, uh, I don't know. There's just so many things that, like, apply to life. Like, another, like, iconic scene or whatever that I'll always remember is, um, so I, if you if you know anything about Grey's Anatomy, you probably know about Meredith and Derek, who are like, you know, the the main love interest in the series, and um, they they call Derek uh, McDreamy. <laughs> That's oh, I've like heard that. The nickname they had for him. Now and, I know. Um, <laughs> Meredith and Derek are on again, off again, on again, off again. The um, Ron, they're Ron and Sammy from Jersey Shore, which you haven't seen. I haven't, but <laughs> I'm sure that Ron. makes sense. But um, there, there's a line that like Christina says to Meredith one time about like you know, you know when Meredith, I don't know when they're in between Meredith and um, Derek or going in between something, and she says, um, "Don't let him eclipse what you need. He's very dreamy, but remember you're the sun." And like mm. I don't know, that just like gets me. 
But there's, Damn. I don't know, Grey's Anatomy is great. I've right. never seen a single episode of it. I'm going to check Shelby it out. Shelby loves summer. it too. Does she? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because y'all be talking about it. Yeah, Shelby loves Grey's Anatomy. But yeah, it's so good. It's, Felicia. it's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. Nope. But, anyways, after that long rant about Grey's Anatomy. New merch has been uploaded to Taylor Swift's Facebook page revealing new alleged lyrics. I don't want to know the lyrics if okay. there's lyrics. Oh, I'm buying this. I'm buying it, Felicia. Oh, wait, maybe not. Hold on. I just saw the price. <laughs> oh, Taylor's really trying to get my coin. Oh, okay. Okay. Girl, when you can't afford this thing, you got to go for an accessory. But Felicia, even accessory, she's trying to take a coin. Like. <laughs> If, if you're looking at the same thing I'm looking at. I'm looking at I don't it, see um, any lyrics on there, but. On, on Pop Alarms? I'm looking at a screenshot, and it's like a screenshot of the website. The, and, I see, and I see some lyrics. Or a lyric. I just see awesome. That. Okay. But that's a lyric, girl. Me is underlined. I'm like, but is it the, is it the song? I don't know. I like that hat. Or is the song awesome? I don't know. Okay, all right. Here, let's get into it. Okay, so Taylor performed at Time Gala, and she performed Style, um, Delicate, Shake It Off, New Year's Day, and Love Story. Yes, she snapped on Love Story. So I'm wondering if those are like a curated clue as to what the new mm. album is going to sound like. I hope so. So I was thinking about this. And today, we're recording this, by the way, on Thursday. And it's like currently like five hours until whatever is happening is going to happen on the countdown. We've got like five hours left. Um, so today, the mysterious butterfly mural that was in Tennessee um, – the artist painted me with an exclamation point on the end on it. And then Taylor showed up, said, look, you guys figured out the clue. Um, watch ABC tonight, which I currently have on my TV right now, just me. in case anything happens. Um, I keep seeing Robin Literally. Roberts pop up and I'm like, bitch, what's happening? Because apparently Taylor's doing something with Robin Roberts at 8 p.m., which is like 45 minutes from now. Um, so that's basically what we know right now. There's obviously tons of little things that are little details in the fandom. I think my favorite is the reputation precedes me. Like literally choke me out. Like so clever, but annoying so that clever. we so, never, <laughs> never even would have thought of that. It just ever. blows my mind. Like I can't stop thinking of it. If you guys don't understand that reputation precedes me is a lyric from Endgame, the song, which was off on of reputation. reputation. And we're speculating that the album or the lead single from TS7 is going to be called Me. So reputation precedes me. Like, what the hell? That just makes me think even more that whatever TS7 is was meant to be TS6, which is where T. reputation is. And that got me thinking, what if whatever TS7 is was actually meant to come out instead of reputation? 
and then everything happened that led up to reputation and that's why she's saying look what you made me do you made me switch up my whole entire thing that felicia that just blew my mind like right doesn't that make so much sense but my and this might be like the dumbest question on earth but then and we can we don't even have to keep this in but like which who's taylor's who would taylor be singing about on ts6 if it wasn't reputation i think she would still be because joe wasn't around then right i think she would still be singing about joe because this is what i think i think reputation ended up having some of the stuff that that whatever was going to come out next was going to have but then she had Mm -hmm. to switch up the whole entire theme of everything yeah you know so maybe this era of ts7 was what she intended to have happen after 1989 Mm -hmm. but all the shit happened so she so the reputation era happened so i think songs like delicate and dance with her hands tied king of my heart that i love those fucking songs i think that kind of stuff would have been there anyways but i don't Mm. think like look what you made me do maybe like sonically it would have just sounded different yeah. And she like and she changed the production to match reputation. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering but, too. I don't know. Maybe we're on to something. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And you know what? Shout out to Taylor because unlike I mean, fucking this stresses me out being a barb. Nikki had like a whole album done. Mm-hmm. And then like Remy Ma put out this stupid ass fucking song. And then fucking Bodak Yellow fucking came out. Like, that, like, literally, Cardi's existence is, like, so fucking annoying, like, when I think about <laughs> it. Like, Nicki had a whole fucking album ready, yeah. Felicia. And then once Bodak Yellow, like, went number one. Oh, no, it was even before that. It was, like, in between Remy Ma releasing her diss track sheet there and Bodak Yellow coming out, mm-hmm. Nicki scrapped an entire album. Oh, wow. And it was supposed to be, like, it was, like, rumored to be, like, a tropical, like, a tropical hip-hop like kind of sound and like I was fucking ready for that and then she came out with fucking queen and nobody was happy or satisfied with it except me except for me so yeah whatever I still won bitch <laughs> I still won <laughs> I still fucking won bitch so, so what do you what, what do you think this song gonna sound like I think it's gonna be pop I think it's gonna be a love pop song I don't know if it's gonna be a romantic love or a friendship love or mm-hmm. self-love or maybe a combination of the three. Ooh, I want self-love. Yes. I need that confidence for when I go out on my crop top. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I, I'm i hoping that the music video drops at midnight as well. Felicia, I will scream That's if she what drops I'm this music video. I'm expecting a music video at midnight. Me too. Ugh. Taylor's about to take this wig and run off with it. I can't wait. Um, I thought maybe it would be fun if we talked about some of her other lead singles mm. from previous albums. I've got them all written down. Um, I don't know if you want to just, do you want me to just kind of go through them um, from beginning yes. to, to most recent? So the first yes. one. Is our song? Huh? That's my, is our song first? That's my fucking song. No, our sing- song was not the lead single from her first that's the album. F- that's the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard in my life. Me too. Me too. Ours fucking was, hit. Yeah, our song was my first one. Um, the first lead single she ever had was Tim McGraw. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking maybe like when I was younger, I might have seen mm-hmm. 
like as I'm going as I'm like going through the channels, mm-hmm. like CMT, and went right past it. Yeah, probably. Uh, stupid, stupid Courtney. If only I knew. I loved Tim McGraw though. I love the lyrics in it. I love the whole concept of um, when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. Like. I don't know. It's just, it's such a, it came out in 2006 and I was in high school. And so long ago. That's such a like a uh, relatable thing to have. Girl, know? that's a MySpace headline. Oh, for sure. When you that's that, that's that aim away message. My little black dress. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, Taylor. Think of my head on your chest and my old faded blue jeans. When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. Like, what a good ass song for her to Taylor be writing has at that been age. An excellent writer. First album, first lead <laughs> single. Girl, I couldn't. And the visuals, like that, just I don't know. It's just something you can obviously anybody can relate to because, like, I mean, we all have somebody. Like, whenever we have important people in our lives like that. Like, we can relate a song to them. And then every time we hear that song, we think of that person. So she's Fucking annoying. So annoying, but true. It is annoying. And she's saying, I hope that you're annoyed every time you think about Tim McGraw. And Tim McGraw everywhere. So that's really a slap to the face. Everywhere. (laughs) Ah! She's been the petty queen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ever since the beginning. Um, and then the next one is from Fearless in 2008, and that's Love Story. Her, yeah, probably bitch. her biggest, her breakthrough single. Felicia, I want to tell you this. <sighs> when that song came out, my radio station is like six months behind. Like back when I lived in PA, excuse me, let me clarify. Back when I lived in Pennsylvania, 107.9 WKRZ. Uh, they're like six months behind on everything musically. When I tell you Love Story came out and I never heard a new song on the radio like the way I heard that song Mm -hmm. played into the ground and was happy about it. Oh, my God. I was so shook. My radio station was hip to that hit. It's such a good song. I'm pausing real quick because I just got an update from Taylor Swift News. A digital billboard has been spotted in London with me as the title. There's a picture of Taylor and it says me behind it and it says Spotify. Shut the fuck up. So I'm guessing the song is called Me, exclamation point. Oh, uh, me. So anyways, um, yeah, Love Story is basically the song that broke her through, I feel like. I mean, everybody knew Love Story. Everybody knew who Taylor Swift was after Love Story. It's a love story, baby. Just say yes. Just say yes. yes. We were both young when I first saw you. I love that the song opens up with that line and closes with that line. That's really cool. She's clever. She's so clever. I mean, Miss Allison. Like she said many times before, she hated she she hated the story of Romeo and Juliet and how it ended tragically. So she wanted to rewrite her own love story featuring the two characters. Well. It had a happy ending, and she made a, a lot of people happy, including oh, yeah. me. And I love that she's, like, consistently played that at her shows. Like, I loved when we went to the Reputation Stadium tour yeah. because she didn't know. <laughs> Listen, the Reputation Stadium tour is the best show I've ever been to, period. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I can't believe she really, like... Like, I j- literally just rewatched that last Saturday. Oh, my God. Taylor I it too. did that. She did that. I'm sitting here crying, like crying, watching the freaking Reputation Stadium tour. Like I'm like, this was such a good era. 
It was. Taylor so snapped. I don't even think she realized how hard she snapped. I don't. I don't think so either. I, it makes me Taylor so excited for in. this next era. Me too. I just don't know what to expect. Like she's obviously given us fifty million clues on what to expect, I guess, in a way. But like, I just haven't been able to put all the pieces together. And it's right. like every hour, like a new something comes out or some piece of information comes out, and it's just like. I just want to hear the song. I just want to see the video. I just want to get a grasp on, like, what is going on this era. But I know, like, above all, the, what I'm sensing is just, like, a sense of fun. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Um, wow. So the next single, her third lead single, was Mine from Speak Now in 2010. I'm on Speak Now. I, I think mine is probably, I think mine might be my favorite lead single. Mm. It's a, it's probably going to be a tie between mine and Shake It Off, but mine reminds me of like late summer, early fall, me, my freshman year of college, driving in my blue PT Cruiser with the windows down because the air conditioner didn't work blaring mine with all my roommates in the car with me as we drove to Walmart or wherever we were going, like, or just driving around the campus listening to music. Like, that's what it reminds me of. I always forget mine exists Mm -hmm. until I play Speak Now. Like, I, it's very rare that I don't play it in its entirety. Yeah. So, like, I always forget it exists, but every single time it comes on, it is like I was just listening to it the day before. Like... I don't know. It's a very, like, weirdly iconic Taylor Swift song. Like, it's never on my radar, Mm -hmm. but I 100% respect that it is definitely one of her better songs, easily. It's, I mean, a a lot of the lyrics are so Like, you made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter. Like, that, that tells a story in just that line. It does. Like, just that line tells you a whole story. Like, what the fuck? And we've got the, she mentions the iconic 2AM in that song, which, you know, every Taylor Swift fan knows 2AM is an iconic time. <laughs> I was a flight risk with a fear of falling. Like, the fucking lines in mine. I don't think it gets the respect it deserves. Also, let it me doesn't. point out that a lot of people have been making connections to Speak Now and TS7. Okay. And the lead single from Speak Now was mine, and we were just finding out that TS7's lead single is Me. Mine, oh. me. Oh. Huh. And you know what? Something I really like about Speak Now is, like, Taylor told a lot of really great stories. hmm So I'm hoping that on TS7 I can get more stories, more imagery, and, you know, a really good, infectious chorus that everyone is going to be singing. And Speak Now was self-written, so I don't I hope that's this telling. one is, too. Yeah. I hope this one is, too. My, fa- my thing about, like, a Taylor Swift song is, like, I know she really, 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 really made a bop when, like, people I know that don't regularly listen to Taylor Swift are excited to come and tell me, like, yo, yeah. I love XYZ. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I know someone... That's like, oh, my God, you know that song that you're always playing? I'm like, which one? And they're, they're like, the pop song. I'm like, girl, which pop one? And they're always talking about Gorgeous. Felicia, uh, when yeah. I tell you, I play Gorgeous into the ground, <laughs> girl. 
Can't say anything to your face. You really gotta let a slow twerk out on that one. I know sometimes it doesn't feel like you really gotta twerk to gorgeous, but like you really need to be in the mirror twerking to gorgeous. Taylor every single twerks day. to gorgeous. The, the, okay. Yeah. See what she was doing. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. Um, and then the next one is um from Red, which was released in 2012. Um, where we are never getting back together. I love that fucking song. As far as lead singles go, this one's probably my least favorite lead single on the list. Mm. Uh, but it's a song that needed to happen. I love that. And you know what? The music video really sold it for me. Oh, as yeah. well. That's Very a good cute. one. And I also feel like, is this the point where like people were like, oh my God, Taylor's always singing about her ex-boyfriend. Yes. This is the point where everyone started like being annoying. This is the controversial turn of events because... This is the one that has been the great debate, whether this is about Harry Styles or not. Oh, really? Yeah, this is the great debate. I thought this was about Jake Gyllenhaal. Who knows? This is because this is, like you said, this is the turning point. This is also, you know, the album, like she broke up with her, her and Harry broke up and then Red came out. Um, or maybe I'm getting my timelines. I don't know. This is around the time of Harry Styles, Taylor Swift, people being mad about her dating him, people talking about she's singing about her exes. Uh, they were um, dragging her on Tumblr back in the day. Yes. I was like, if y'all don't leave my sis alone <laughs> making these goddamn hits. The controversy is, you know, we saw Taylor and Harry go off to this island together and she left alone on the boat in the blue dress, you know, from the Out of the Woods music video. Mm. Um, and she tweeted... Um, Till You Put Me Down, which is a line from this song. Mm. And also, um, whenever she performed it, when she was opening up the Grammys, you know, the little end part where she's like, so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. She did that in a British accent. Oh, why don't I, re- <laughs> I remember the performance, but I don't remember that part. Oh, shit. Okay, oh, I shit. was on the ground. I said, oh, my God. I was watching it live and I said, oh, my God, this bitch just called this boy out. <laughs> Oh, well, shit. How does that make you feel, Felicia? Oh, I love the drama. I love the Haler drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the drama. But obviously people people were mad. But I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, We Are Never Getting Back Together came out before her and Harry broke up. So in my mind, I've always just been like, you know what? She could have wrote this about him. She could have just applied it to him after they broke up, you know? Maybe. Hmm. Very peculiar. Either yeah. way, I still love it. Me, yeah, it's a great song. It's so fun. Um, uh, right? How iconic. And the music video, like you said. I love that fucking music video. Um. Where is my list? There it is. Okay, so the next one is the iconic Shake It Off from 1989. I love... Shake it off, but I do not like shake it off more than blank space. Oh, yeah, I feel you. I blank space is like top three overall. Yeah, for me, like Taylor just did what needed to be done. The fucking pen click. We're not even talking about blank space, but like <laughs> the pen fucking click. I just think is like out of this world. Mm-hmm. Like what in the Einstein is going on here? Like I just the sarcasm of it all. Like if I could write a song, I would want it to be like blank space. Oh, yeah. 
it's like, it's are so you clever. kidding me? Taylor spit in y'all faces. She said, y'all musty, bald-headed bitches won't get off my dick, bitch. Well, how about this? I'm about to take the, your fucking words and spin it into this good-ass fucking song, and I'm about to secure another fucking bag and make a dope-ass music video, and y'all still gonna like it, and y'all still gonna stream it, and it's still gonna be a classic in my discography. And oh, she did my gosh. That. She truly did. But anyways, uh, shake it off. <laughs> my bad. Come on, girl. Shake it off. Shake it off. Um, so... Uh, uh. I think that this is like one of her better like lead singles. I think this probably ties up there with mine for me as my favorite lead singles. Mm-hmm. This is again perfect perfect moment and like a perfect like cuz like we were saying, I mean, she went through a lot of hate in 2012 and 13. So, for Shake It Off to come out, bitch, she said, "I don't care that y'all are making fun of the way I'm dancing. I don't care what y'all are saying. I'm just going to shake it off." She really wanted to say, suck my dick, suck my dick, annoying, suck my dick, suck my dick. Because exactly. everyone was being so annoying. Like, everyone has something to say. Like, Taylor can't dance at a fucking award show without y'all being annoying. Sorry she's having a good time and showing support for Yeah. The fuck? Annoying. Also, this was the beginning of Pop Taylor. Ugh, yes. This was our first pop album. I remember, like we've said many times before, hearing it for the first time and being like, Oh my god, this is insane. This doesn't even sound like what I think Taylor Swift would sound like. Yeah, that that was like the biggest thing for me was like I was like, "Oh shit." I was like, "It don't even sound like not that it didn't sound like her, but sonically it was just I'm so not used to her yeah. voice being on a pop track like that." You guys have to like understand. Like I know a lot of people what, okay, this is crazy to me. I get on Twitter and I see people being like they were like 12 when Shake it off, get in with 19. Oh my god, yeah. I you see know? shit like that. I'm like, girl, what? Y'all have to understand, guys, who were, who, the people that were here before 1999 or before Red, even, like to hear Shake It Off and to see the music video for Shake It Off, it was. Yeah, I was shook. I was speechless. Wig was gone. And this was before Wig was even a thing. Yo, for real, Felicia. The she shocked me. I was shocked. I was shocked. Love Shake It Off. Great choice. Me too. That is a good song. So good. I heard it the other day and I was like, bitch, this song goes off still. Here we are. You know what I would, what really hit me a whole different way today out of nowhere today? What? Fucking picture to burn, bitch. Oh. I said, fuck. I really, really lost to little bigger truck. You never let me try. Bitch, red, neck, heartbreak. Who's really bad I said Taylor snapped, bitch. And she's telling everybody you're gay, bitch. She went the hell off. Fuck, she was pissed. Mm. Fuck. I still love that she played Shoulda Said No at the Rep Tour. Yo, for real. She just pulled that out of her little pocket. I just looked up, and this whole NFL draft thing is on the TV. And they're showing a marching band, and bitch... The guy conducting the band is going the fuck off. He is twerking. Me. Literally me. (laughs) Wow. That was... Okay. Anyways, so the most recent lead single, Before Tonight, is Look What You Made Me Do from Reputation. Remember, if y'all don't know the story, bitch, I was in a fucking bar eating a fucking sandwich. That song dropped. I had to run out the fucking bar back around the corner to my house to get into this fantasy. And Taylor left me bald. It's insane to me that this came out in 2017. 
It doesn't even feel like that to me. We're in 2019, Courtney. Like, it's been two years already? Yeah. Shit. It came out in, like, August, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's been... It's been two... It's almost been two I wa- years. I wasn't even, like, doing reactions like that. Me when either. When that song came out. Me either. Taylor said, bitch, I'm here. I said, suddenly I need to tell the world how I feel. <laughs> I just, it's crazy. I can't believe it. Girl. What do you think is your favorite lead single? Well, shit, I was over here thinking Blank Space was one of the lead singles. I forgot. Uh, I would probably have to go with Look. Just because I feel like the Reputation era is, like, really special to me. And just to know that we'll probably never get something like that ever again. Mm -hmm. And how she brought in the era. That goddamn music video, Felicia. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, that video said... I don't even, girl, that video says so many things. It's annoying. I know we say this, like, we've been saying this, like, often. Annoying that we didn't react to the music video. But, like, <laughs> there was just, Taylor did what needed to be done. She has never done what she, I mean, she did that. Oh, yeah. Period. Like, there was just not an ounce of anything in me that was like, okay, this is bad. Or, like, yeah. ooh, maybe she could have tweaked this. Everything about the Look What You Made Me Do video is perfect. The song is so excellent and different. Like, what I appreciate about Taylor Swift is even just sitting here and going through the lead singles, there's so much tremendous growth mm-hmm. sonically and lyrically between each song. Yeah. She's just dope. I, it's like, how can you not at least appreciate what, what she does, man? I know. Like, even if you, like, I still don't understand in 2019 how people could hate Taylor Swift. The only reason you hate Taylor Swift is if you don't understand Taylor Swift. Exactly. That's the and if you don't know, reason. you better ask somebody. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you understand her, you can't help but love her. So that's got to be the only reason. I think she's a good person, and I think that she makes hits. Yeah. So it's like, what what else do you need to validate, sis? I think she's dope. A songwriter. And she loves the gays. She does. Thanks for loving me, Tay. I wish we were best friends with Taylor Swift. Me. Like, we could just hang out with the cats. I, You know, I was thinking yesterday, like I do whenever I'm driving on my little 20-minute drive home from work. <laughs> Me. Like, Me and my Uber. Bitch, I wish we could just sit with Taylor and, like, I could talk about my cats and stories about my cats. And she could tell me her stories about her cats. <laughs> me and we uh, could just trade cat stories because i feel like because that's what i do i like just whenever i'm like on my way home i'll call my mom and i'll just mm-hmm. update her on my cats and be like oh my god today lucy was like watching me do my makeup and she started ripping apart <laughs> this paper towel because she was upset that i was doing my makeup and not looking at her and then trey started to, like that's literally what i talk about mm-hmm. so i'm like i wonder if taylor does this too <laughs> i imagine that she does i'm over here like you know what you and Abigail don't even need to trade off on taking pictures because we're going to take the pictures for you exactly. of y'all together. Bitch. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll swoop on in. <laughs> it ain't nothing. Uh-uh. Just give us a call. By the way, I want some cookies, Taylor. Uh, yeah. Like, I really want a Taylor Swift cookie. Okay. Now, I done went to the pop-up shop, Felicia. I was so excited that they had Taylor Swift <laughs> cookies they Uh gave me this tote bag i had to fill up the tote bag with the taylor swift cookies just because one they were so fucking good i'm like not even a snickerdoodle girl like that Uh but like snickerdoodle girl they were nice and soft 
I just take a whole bunch. I need to watch that video that I uploaded. I was so excited yeah. to go to that. Yeah. My boss, like, at not at Holly Scoop, my other, other boss, um, he it was like weeks later after I did that, I went to the pop-up, and he walks in and he's like, Courtney, are, were you at, like, a thing for Taylor Swift? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, how do you know that? And he, like, pulled up. It was, like, a picture of me and Tana, like, smiling because all the photographers were living for me because I was in the pop-up shop. But, Felicia, they just were playing Reputation on loop. So, like, mm. why not sing along, bitch? I yeah. was singing every goddamn song. They were shocked that I knew all the words already that fast. I was like, girl, it's really nothing. Like, we sings around here. I love oh, that. You know what, Taylor? I would like for you to bake me a cookie. Thanks. I can't wait till we, like, get our experience meeting her it'll happen one day who knows if it'll happen i think era. so i it doesn't matter when it happens Felicia. Yeah. as long as it happens and i can tell her how much i appreciate what she's done mm-hmm. and thank her for her honesty yes because like her telling her truth allows me to tell my truth girl exactly we have to stand yeah our time will come it's okay I know I'm always jealous whenever I see somebody fucking Matt Taylor, but whatever. <laughs> I tell myself, Felicia, it's fine. Your time will come. Our time is unique for us. Yes. We're coming, Taylor. Yes. Wow. I imagine that. Like, I don't. Yeah. I can't think about it. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I'll get scared. <laughs> yes. I ain't thinking about it. I don't even. I don't want to think about what I'm aware. Like, all of that stuff. Come on the. What'd you say? All that stuff what? Stuff about like what I would wear, like all that stuff. I can't think about that. That needs to come like the day of because I'll be scared. Yeah. (sighs) Well, Courtney, I think we're coming to the end of our little podcast right now. And guys, we have not heard TS7 yet. Uh, So future Felicia and Courtney, I hope you're okay. They're not. Um. (laughs) They're not. Courtney and Felicia right now have four hours left before we hear whatever is to come. Oh, my God. It's already about to be five o'clock. Oh, my God. She's coming. It's almost eight o'clock here. And it oh comes my out God. midnight. Yes. Come and so pick me up. No headlights. She's coming. We never go out of style. Girl, imagine she dropped that single and that's just a feature Harry Styles. You would choke. Oh, that would be it. I'd cut the camera off and just leave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I would be able to hear your screams. Now that would be a reaction video. Yo, for real. Or like, what if he's just like in the video casually? Uh-uh. Gagged. Uh-uh. Uh, Taylor, gag us with something with Harry. Sometime. <laughs> Some, one day. Mm. Well, guys, make sure you're subscribed to our channels because um, right now, as you're listening to this, there are reaction videos on both of our YouTube channels, which you'll find in the description. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> um and we'll be back next week with a special guest again yes good Which if you're I'm... a why don't we are aka a limelight yeah you're gonna be very excited yeah we're very excited about that so stay tuned to our uh twitter account which is at pantry overheard mom pantry overheard because we're gonna be asking you guys to submit some questions for this special guest and you're going to get your questions answered if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Don't miss out. 
tweet us and let you know let us know what you think of whatever is to come tonight from taylor swift we don't know bitch we don't know what we're getting girl what if she just dropped the album i would faint that no i don't want her to drop the album because i have not been to a secret session oh yeah taylor you can't drop the album because we got to hear it on your living room floor first yeah with the, with the fresh dinner keep it and please. the hot mixed cookies you gotta hold it sis yeah. Keep it. 10 weeks, girl. That's more than enough time after today to fly <laughs> us to one of your homes. Yes. Like, girl, just have t- Taylor Nation. Just hit us up, girl. The DMs are open, girl. Like, we ain't gonna miss it. I check junk folders every damn day. Mm-hmm. No worries. Um, We're currently 15 minutes away from whatever is gonna happen on the NFL draft featuring Taylor Swift. Oh, God. So, it's just, it's about to be a night. Um. I've got some tea in my little cat mug. I've got, I've literally sitting here with both of the cats on me. I wish you could see this. <laughs> it's a very Taylor-esque moment. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, well, Courtney, I guess it's time to sign off. Girl, it's time to sign off and buckle on motherfucking seatbelts broad because it's going down. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. Me too. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, yep. We'll see you on the other side we'll after we've all stepped side. into the light. One, two, three. Let's go, bitch. Let's, let's step go, into bitch. the light. Let, Let it go. go.